0: Hi everyone, I'm Jocelyn Yagusa and welcome to Starting Up, a platform where we have conversations around Zimbabwe's startup ecosystem. On each episode, we'll be inviting various guests and just talking about what we feel is very important for people to understand about what's going on in our country and what entrepreneurship in the Zimbabwean context and the African context means. With me is my co-host, the renowned Constantine Zero. Hi. Hey, just how are you? Good, good. Uh, So you're excited about this?
1: I am. I'm just not renowned, but I am. I'm excited.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've had so many conversations Mm -hmm. around Zimbabwe, the startup ecosystem, and there have been very contentious discussions, and it's quite interesting that we've decided to do something like this.
1: Yes, there's been a lot of contention. I think... Part of the biggest challenge is to be able to actually pinpoint success, because most of these ecosystems are measured by success, and success usually comes in the form of um, unicorns, billion-dollar companies. I tend to think that the measurements should be different from Silicon Valley, but I guess that's what we need to talk about.
0: Yeah, we really need to talk about a lot of things, but first things first. I'm sure everyone is going to be talking about, you're saying startup. Do we have a startup ecosystem in Zimbabwe? Yeah. Um, Let's talk about that a bit because I am one of those people who used to think to myself, okay, we don't have a startup ecosystem because we do not have Silicon Valley companies coming out of Zim. So, yeah, do you think we have a startup ecosystem?
1: I I think the the problem is to have a universal measurement for for what a startup is, right, and uh, we usually look at Silicon Valley and make it uh, the benchmark of everything else. We have to actually look at the phrase itself, Silicon Valley. Do we have Silicon Valley? We don't. So we can't expect Silicon Valley-like startups, but there's a lot that needs to go into um, our ecosystem before we can actually measure up. We might never, because these guys have been for since the Second World War. So my answer would be no, we do not have Silicon Valley startups. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but we do have a startup ecosystem.
1: We do. Yes. Of a ecosystem. A limiting one, but
0: it's there. Yeah, it's a limiting one. And that's also a discussion that needs to be had in depth. Mm-hmm. But let's define the startup. What is a startup in the Zimbabwean context?
1: I've been hooked on startups for a while, right? But now I'm more aligned towards um, building entrepreneurs and also promoting local neighborhood businesses. Right. Because we have a lot of people in business, but they need a lot of work that they need to do for their business to be actually profitable. And some of these things um, include financial capability, not financial literacy, for them to be able to actually know how to raise funding, know how to sell shares and things like that. And that's quite important, right? I did something yesterday after someone gave me a call and they said, listen, we'd like you to help us with the contract. I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a sole trainer. And they were using it so interchangeably. So I had to write down something, which is (laughs) an entrepreneur is an individual, right? Entrepreneurship is a process. Entrepreneurial means it's a set of attitudes, skills, or behaviors. And the entrepreneurship ecosystem is the role of society, right? So to break that down, um, I think I've got a great business idea. To form a company, right? That sells watermelons, or that sells watermelon juice. I'm going yeah. to go through the business uh, of setting up and launching that business, right? So that's the process.
0: Yeah, that's the entrepreneurship process. I think one thing that I really mm-hmm. need us to clarify, when you mm-hmm. are running uh, an enterprise such as the one that you have described. Are we Mm -hmm. going to classify you as a startup in our Silicon Valley terms? Because this is not a word that originated in Zimbabwe. And there are Mm -hmm. definitions that already exist that say when you're running a startup, you are someone who's doing something that is unique. Something that has never been done. There's a lot of innovation involved, mm-hmm. mostly tech. So are we going to classify the person that you described as a person running a startup?
1: The first thing is my definition of a startup is a young company founded by one or two people, right? Mm-hmm. Who we now Christian as entrepreneurs because they have going into this journey, right? And they want to yeah. develop a unique product or service. Yeah. Keyword being yeah. unique, right? Yeah. Product or service and bring it to the market. So how do we, how do we define unique? Unique is defined by two things. Either it's revolutionary, which is out of this world, right? They're doing something totally different. Um, And I wish I could find uh, a Zimbabwean company as an example. But unique and iconic for me has always been Steve Jobs saying a thousand songs in your pocket, right? It's revolutionary. Another type of unique proposition is something which is evolutionary, faster, better, cheaper. So you're bringing something new to the market. So a startup, right, a company being founded, right, to develop a unique product, service, and bring it to the market. So one of the key things, right, Which people have constantly characterized as a startup is the initial funding comes from the funders themselves or people they know. Yeah, so they're bootstrapping. I think the key thing is, I haven't talked about technology.
0: Yeah, the key thing is, you haven't. (laughs) So it can be a technology startup. where context comes into play now. I think that our definition of a startup in the Zimbabwean context. In a lot of African mm-hmm. countries, context needs to then factor in the fact that it's not always tech related. It is starting up a business yeah. that is unique in your community, that is serving. It's either revolutionary or evolutionary, but you're starting from scratch and starting up. So, and, yeah, and, and
1: English language is English language is good proof, right? Because if mm-hmm. a startup just meant tech company. Then there would be no need for tech startup. Yeah. Okay. Right? So a tech startup, right? When Silicon Valley came, right? There was people started looking at technology differently. Then that's when I started saying agri tech, health tech, um, mm-hmm. etc., etc. Yeah. Right?
0: Don't forget social startups. You know me and social entrepreneurship. Um, so Yeah. Back yeah. to those. Was, it. We will have team. another discussion about this, but for now. Social startups need to be there because for me, I believe that a lot of Zimbabwe's problems can be solved through building social startups. And it's not necessarily giving back to your community, but edifying the value you're creating in your community and the lives you're changing. So that's a discussion for another day. But please, social startups need to be there Mm. on Mm -hmm. your list. (laughs) I'm adamant about this. And lastly, can we talk about the concept of zero to scale?
1: Yes. Um, I cannot wait to be sick on the day that you want to do the social entrepreneurship. <laughs>
0: so I can
1: avoid it. <laughs> However, to the made at the end, Silicon Valley is built on the premise of zero to scale, which means someone has got a great idea, great potential. People are going to put money in it, not invest in it, but to bet. It's a bet. They're hating their bets. This idea might blow up to scale, right? So scale means 1 million, 3 million people who are actually using the product and service and who are willing to pay for it or we are willing to access it frequently. So that is before the idea actually starts making money. So that's why we've been able to use Facebook for so long without them making money. That's why we've been using YouTube, Google, ETC. So that's the premise of the American setup.
0: You can't do that in Zimbabwe.
1: Yeah, so we've got different pressures, right? I have yeah. a great idea. Uh, in Silicon Valley, there's an ecosystem, an entire ecosystem that was built throughout the entire Second World War. Because one of the first ideas that came out of Silicon Valley was, uh, was the radar detecting system, right, for airplanes that they used in the Second mm-hmm. World War. And the government is a big funder of the Silicon Valley ecosystem, versus our African economy, right? which has got five challenges, right? which are big. I mean, mm-hmm. there might be more. I know a few people. I know Octavius has got a few things to say. Part of the challenges is, number one, there is no seed funding. So seed funding says, listen, I think the idea is great. We're going to put it in the ground. We're going to pour a little fertilizer. We're going to pour a little water. We're going to cultivate the ground around. There's no weeds, right? Whilst the idea shoots off the ground. So imagine if you planted the seed. General, yeah, yeah. Imagine mm-hmm. if you planted the seed right now. And you actually say tomorrow, listen, I've been watering you for three days now. I actually want the fruit. Right? There's a lack right, of willingness on the part of the state to recognize that we need to turn the focus on ideas that might make us leapfrog an economic situation. It's great that people need to eat, right? But what measures are we putting in place to promote uh, agri-tech startups? Right? So we've had the income for a while now. We've had a lot of tech companies that have come out of Zimbabwe, and none of them have ever actually been public uh, government support, uh, and that's a big thing. Most of these companies, right, they face stiff competition from the big companies. Um, I come up with an idea, um, maybe that bank or that company, that MNO, takes the idea and runs with it. It's a big challenge because you can't actually fight it. Part of the reason why young people go to these big companies to partner with them is they want market access, right? Yeah. They are trying to follow the yeah. zero to scale. So how you follow zero to scale is actually you find market access. So I'm gonna find an MNO with one million subscribers on it. I think my my product is great, and they can actually use it, and they can bridge the gap for me to be actually to be able to get there. The challenge is always on misplaced priorities. Our private companies in Zimbabwe should actually be uh, our venture capital companies, right? They we should. A, they really we, should. We say, listen, we've got five big ideas of that. We've contacted a company like McKinsey, um, and McKinsey could say, say, listen, in the next five years are going to be the next big industries in Africa, and as a company, this is the places where we want to play. So, if anyone has got a great idea that works in this would like to hear it, and this is how we are going to. And the mismatch is still there because most of these companies that are local, they are actually buying off-the-shelf products in India, the U.S., in ETC. And some of them are actually under the heavy burden of having to pay those licenses. So the mismatch should be our startup scene, however loosely defined it is, must be looking towards how they can work with the private sector. So you obviously need a bridge where you align interests. And I think this is the number one issue for Africa is access. So access to affordable clean water, access to, to, to education, access to affordable good education.
0: But we can solve all of this with the help of social startups. So we play a huge role in the ecosystem. But I think this discussion is um, is something that we need to have a bit more. We need to get into in-depth with uh, the five yeah things that you talked about. Uh, We're running out of time and this is something that we need to talk about maybe next week or some in the coming weeks. Let's get into these five things. What are the things that you feel are hindering us from building an effective startup ecosystem? Let's go out and think about this and then we'll have this, this discussion again. So I think that we have really delved into what a startup in the Zimbabwean context is, which is really important. And I'm sure the people listening will have ideas on what we deem as startups. Think of the, the companies that you feel started out as startups. It doesn't matter if it has been grown into a company because startups evolve. They become companies. Mm-hmm. You can't keep calling Uber a startup. They're not. They started out as a startup, but no, not anymore. So if you have companies that you feel you know and would love to give as examples of startups in the Zimbabwean context, feel free to join in on the discussion. Thank you, Kossa. Yes, so um, I think this was a good first episode. I'm sure everyone will be tuned in next week to find out what we're going to be talking about. And yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Bye.